I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. your week's been going well. Um, I'm actually pre-reporting this because me and my husband are going to the beach. Um, super excited. We actually uh, planned this vacation before the coronavirus happened and it's a celebration of our 11th year anniversary. So I'm super excited, especially to go to the beach. Did I already say that? I'm super excited. So, um, But I wanted to talk today about how to reset your day. I find with myself, I sometimes need to do that often. Um, and so when we talk about resetting our day, of course, I'm talking about spiritually. Uh, but the great thing is when you do that, everything else falls into place. Um, so you get a lot of benefit from resetting your, your day and doing things God's way. So our morning, what we usually do is my husband works and I stay home with the kids excuse me and um, we homeschool so we have the three-year-old 10-year-old 15-year-old and 17-year-old the older two pretty self-sufficient the younger two obviously need a bit more hands-on especially because the 10-year-old is kind of struggling a bit with some of his learning and it is really distracting with a three-year-old just loud you know toddlers they are just loud and all up in all the things and so uh that can be really frustrating for me I think you know there there might be moms out there that are super patient and they never raise their voice and they just enjoy all the things you know the good the bad the ugly me on the other hand I have a hard time um just trying to be patient I guess um and so we'll get up we'll fix breakfast the older two are really great about that um and then we sit down and we have bible study and um while we're having bible study the three-year-old's climbing on the table and the 10-year-old is fighting with the three-year-old and it's really hard to even get through that um and then once that's done Then I will help the 10-year-old with his math, which that in itself, I mean, makes me want to throw books out the window. I don't know. I'm telling you, there's got to be people that are really great with patience, and it is very tough with me um, with trying to teach when your kids don't want to cooperate and when the toddler is being distracting, and I'm sure it's, you know, just a phase of life you know, whatever. Um, but the point here is a lot of times when all these things are going on, sometimes I feel like I handle them really well. I'm like gold star for you, Nicole, you did great. (laughs) But then sometimes I'm like, wow, you fail as a mother. You are the worst mother ever. And maybe there's a lot of moms that feel like that. Um, and maybe this is kind of timely for Mother's Day weekend passing, but Um, I just know that a lot of times when I'm losing my temper or I'm losing my patience, however you want to word it, um, I act in my flesh because I feel justified or I'm exhausted or whatever the excuse is. And, you know, it's really in those times when we see ourselves acting in our flesh that we have to stop and pray and read God's word and reset. And again, 
I just explained about how much of a circus it is at my house at times and so it doesn't quite seem like you can reset but you know what if I have to stick my kids in front of the TV for a minute so I can pull myself together um, and really you know get some spiritual food from the Lord then I need to do it um, and so I encourage you to if you've got little kids do what you got to do um, it's not forever you know it's just for a little bit of time so you can just take a moment take a pause and really just pray and ask God to just kind of intervene and read his word and just see what he has for you that will help renew your mind and just kind of refocus on what it needs to be meaning life and your responses um, and then obviously there's different situations where we need a reset and it's not just you know being a mom and kids it can be anything whether you're stuck in traffic or you're having issues with somebody and you're you got a real fleshly response going on um, or you're struggling with temptation and you uh, gave in and decided to you know I, I don't want to like sugarcoat it I think too, we have too much like nice ways of putting things um, but when we fall in temptation and we give in that's us rebelling against God and disobeying him and it's you know not a good thing and so I don't ever want to sugarcoat that but we all end up acting in our flesh at some point in time and so what do we do when we do that um, and for me especially in these days of trying to be a parent and um, having the circus around me I really find myself a lot of times really needing to stop and really get into God's word and pray even when I don't feel like it and then kind of sucks after that it's good but after that God man he he tells me the things sometimes I don't want to hear and he's like you're acting like a child and you need to go eat some humble pie <laughs> and go apologize to your kids for losing your patience and um, how you dealt with it and then tell them how you should have dealt with it and you know I I have to tell I told them that the other day and that I needed to respond the way God wanted me to and this is the way God would wanted me to and I obviously didn't and I'm so sorry will you please forgive me and not only did that and usually does that make the day feel so much better it actually makes me feel closer to my kids because they see that I am trying in my relationship with them and that I love them and I do want to do right by them and it also models for them how they need to respond when they do something wrong and they act in their flesh, um, which obviously is different. If you're not saved, you can't help but act in your flesh because you don't have your spirit alive inside you. But when you're saved, um, God does allow you to be reborn and you have that spirit. So um, I wanted to read a scripture, of course, from Galatians chapter 6, verses 8 through 9. It says, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I might have read that verse before in previous um, episodes, but it's a good verse. I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, that verse is saying don't be weary in well-doing in God's work and sowing to the Spirit. You know, it may feel hard sometimes, but, you know, James 1.5 says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him 
So that's, I mean, God's like, I will give you all that you want. You just have to ask me for it. Um, and then also Psalms 121, 2 through 3 says, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. So I think sometimes if we just stop and we think um, we're not alone in this, you know, uh, the God who made everything, who made heaven and earth, who made me, who made my kids, who made whatever, um, is there to help me um, if I just, you know, rely on him. And then, of course, the one that's quoted a lot is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Um, and so, again, we're not alone. We aren't weak. We have the power of the almighty, omnipotent God inside of us, right? Um, so we don't have to rely on our own power, our own strength, our own wisdom. All we have to do is go to God and ask for it. But a lot of times we don't uh, want to do anything outside of ourselves. We're usually either consumed by our feelings or, you know, maybe even feeling ashamed and not, or a lot of times I think it's pride. We don't want to go to God and admit our wrongs um, and really deal with things. A lot of times we just want to avoid it or just act like, you know, nothing's a big deal and that's not going to resolve anything and it's definitely not going to reset your day. It's just going to keep the ball in motion where it's going. Um, so let's talk about Peter for a minute. I feel like me personally, I relate very much to Peter because he seems to love God, but also run very high in his emotions. He seems like a very emotional guy from, you know, all the stories that you read from him, um, in the new Testament. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great things about him. I mean, he had such great faith in the Lord and, and loved him so much. But he was also, you know, there's a few times where he really needed to reset, you know, what he was doing. And obviously, I don't know if y'all remember the story about when they came to arrest Jesus, Peter and his emotion came out and whacked that guy's ear off, right? And Jesus is like, no, that's not the plan for today, you know. Um, and then Obviously, the, the next story is when he denied Christ three times uh, before the rooster crowed. And so, um, you know, I think a good word for while we're on the rewords, reset and refocus and all that, rewind, um, there's also another word that comes to mind, which is repent, right? I liked uh, Wikipedia's definition. It said the repentance called for throughout the Bible is a summons to a personal, absolute, and ultimate unconditional surrender to God as sovereign. Though it includes sorrow and regret, it is more than that. In repenting, one makes a complete change of direction, 180 turn, toward God. So I thought that was a pretty good um, definition of repentance. And so if you think about, you know, when we're acting in our flesh, whether it's losing our temper, um, disobeying God and, and something which losing your temper is disobeying God. Um, it does call for repentance. It does call for us to stop and say, I'm sorry, Lord, that was not me showing any fruit of the spirit. That's me acting uh, selfishly, pridefully, whatever the case may be. Please forgive me. You know, I'm sorry. Help me to, um, help me just to show your fruit and quit acting like an idiot. And that is my prayer a lot of times. Um, and so I think it's just important to remember it's never too late to do the right thing. Um, and of course, all would be best if we acted in the spirit instead of our flesh in the first place. Uh, but sometimes we don't, and that's when we just need to stop and reset. So don't let your day keep on going, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're um, just in a funk or mad or a situation happens and you didn't respond right. 
don't let your day keep going that way. Just know that God wants to be in your day. You know, he wants to be in the driver's seat and he wants to be in that throne. He wants to, um, to help you and to love you and to help you live a life that is fruitful and abundant. Um, but we just have to stop and give room for the Holy Spirit. So I hope the next time you find yourself acting a fool in your flesh, like me, um, you'll allow God to help you reset uh, and another verse that I like is Isaiah 55, 8 through 13. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So just remember that um, we're humans. We don't know everything. We don't have all the strength. We don't have all the power. But we have God who lives inside of us. Um, if we asked him to be our king and to forgive our sins, and so we can have that same strength um, from God. We just have to take a minute and uh, just reset. I hope you'll have a good week. And uh, always feel free to email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>